Yay, yay. Hello, hello. How you fellas doing today? Good, man. Doing good. good. Al. Is he the frozen uh, frozen? He's pissed. Yeah. Well, that he's like pissed <laughs> and froze at the same time. <laughs> That's the look on his face. Oh, <clears throat> now he's back. Okay. I was gonna say. I think it's because he knows George is gonna lose this week. That's probably the issue. Yeah. Uh, that or he's mad that George is number two, not number one. This is just the faces of uh, Al yeah. segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the face he makes when he's in the shower, the all shower thing, and he sees me come in and he realized that I'm the big man on campus. <laughs> 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 Look, you just you embarrassed him so much he jumped up. He's like, I, right. I can't, I can't stand that kind of talk. I gotta go. All right, so listen, fellas, disclaimer: I gotta put out real fast. I'm here. But I'm I'm officially under the weather. Two. Some people ask, why do you wear shades during your podcast? Well, I deal with migraines, so I have these lights that come on, so so that I don't irritate them. I put on the shades. That's one reason. The other thing, I think it kind of makes me look a little bit more sexier than what what I am. So it kind of helps, you know, whatever I can hide. So I do that. Um, but yeah, so I went to the doctor today. And she tells me the reason I've been feeling bad is because I have pneumonia. So that wasn't going to be a stopper for me. Even with pneumonia, if I have an opportunity to chill with my boys and be here, and we have our guests, Laura and, and Sam, I wasn't going to miss that. You already know, when the ladies come in, I tizzle for shizzle, we'll be here. Rain, <laughs> sleet, or snow, pneumonia, STDs. Well, I haven't had one of those in about 45 years. But, you know, I'm going to be here. What you talking about? 45? How yeah. old did you turn the other day? 46. I came out. I came out getting busy, brother. So, you know, I didn't know any better at the time. <laughs> at one years old, you couldn't tell me anything. It was bang, 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 bang. And that was it. That's all I knew. Oh, shit. Sorry, ladies. My wife is going to kill me. Ow. You got a smile, brother. You look like you ready to hurt somebody, man. I'm well. It, it has been one of the days, bro. My internet's out. I've, I've got. A, I'm coming down with a cold. I thought I could drink whiskey last night. It would knock it out. That didn't happen. I think it made it worse. Oh, by the way, Matt, that bottle's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you went back to the store? No, no, no. The one I bought last night. So you really tried to kill it? Like you were trying to feel good, like for real? I was. I was taking. I was getting. I was getting honey and. Drinking, you know, taking honey and drinking whiskey, and I woke up tomorrow. I still feel like shit. I've been taking Theraflu all day. As soon as we're off this pocket, I'm dropping. I'm off tomorrow. So, so you was acting like a baby sleep. teething, right? You're like, oh, it's teething. <laughs> Just rub some bourbon on it. It'll go to bed. You thought that's what it was gonna be? I'm hot toddies. I'm with, I'm with David. Get him hot toddies, bro. I was. I did more than hot toddies. I did, I, I did a. I mean, I pretty much killed a bottle of Eagle Rare by myself. Oh my god. So so did you go back? I'm gonna. I call. They're like, yeah, nobody bought. I'm like, nobody. I live, bro. I live in Hillbilly, USA, bro. These these rednecks ain't buying no damn Eagle Rare. They out here buying Mr. Boss and anything in plastic. It's okay though, because I mean, it's it's dark down the hall, but I know down the hall on a table, there's there's two twelve backs of some kind of fucking Christmas ale that you told me you have to have. Man, I can't wait, bro. I'm excited. Yeah, that Christmas ale from Cleveland, bro. Now, I won't. I gotta know. No, no. Tell right. me though. You said that you went and had that at a bar, and they made mm -hmm. it with what on the glass? They took like the glass and they did like cinnamon and sugar on the rim, 
and oh, like shit. it was it was it was pretty and I, and then i think i went one time and they did you had the christmas sale and a shot of fireball and it was pretty freaking there's a hmm. picture somewhere paul conway he's retired dc dc chief out in jacksonville there's a picture somewhere where they 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 i went with them to the bar and they let me out in the driveway so i lived it's gonna sound crazy the people i live with uh the jaceleys she was a pastor <laughs> like she was a preacher a methodist preacher and they let me out in the driveway and i remember just laying in snow just laying like and he he's having to come outside i'm like bro you got to get inside before my wife sees you i'm like i'm gonna be just fine yeah <laughs> that's what you always say i'm be, i'm good i'm good i'm good i'll be all right that's funny, man. It's sad that I took that picture in Ty's front yard, joking me. You, you, that picture of me laying in the front yard like I yeah, was yeah, drunk, yeah. and yeah. nobody even questioned like it could have been a joke. Like, yeah, they were like, is, it, just, just make sure he wakes up in the morning when you go out in the front." Yeah, my my aunt my aunt freaking commented on my Facebook post of that picture, and she was like, "Looks like somebody had too much." I was like, "Actually, I wasn't drunk. That was a joke. I just I posed for the picture." They were like, "Yeah, right." Like <laughs> yeah. nobody believed. <laughs> <laughs> no one believed. Yeah, there it is. There it is. No one that believed after, me. That was after a night at the Blake Mansion. Was that? Yeah, was yeah. that the same Blake night? The yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the same night. Yeah. Man, yeah. am I froze? Man, I look like I'm froze. Yeah, it looks like you're you uh, you're reading a book, and we know you don't read many books. Man, so. man look at this. Our our stuff is seeping over to my internet, bro. How does that even work? <laughs> hey. It's, it's like herpes, bro. I'm gonna give it to everybody. I'm gonna keep going till I give it back. You know. What I'm, I'm glad you're getting that out before we bring on the guests. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get well, the stuff. good thing is, oh, so so the so I got I, I sent you my bad fault, Ty. I so I sent Ty a message like he's locked in for the 21st. Ty was like, who? Like who? I didn't put no name. I know. Oh, I was. I saw that that Ty said, "Hey, this person, I was got some people," and then I I saw lock it in for the twenty first, and I was like, "Yeah, we're doing one on the twenty first, but I don't know who we're okay. Well, whatever." Speaking of a busy week and all kinds of stuff going on, how about the uh, shout out to the Homefront Set Rep podcast? We were uh, we were over there on their podcast yeah. on Monday. That was a and, good time. Uh, I'm still gonna chop up some uh, clips from that and send them uh, y'all's way as well. So yeah, uh, big shout yeah, out watched, for, for watching. I was there in spirit. I was coaching ballet. I was there. I was. I was. <laughs> Let me see. I was. I was there in spirit. Well, thank you, David. And you guys did guy pretty good yourself too, my friend. Yeah, those those guys at home yeah, front so set rep are legit. If you guys get a chance, you got to check them out. They got a they got a good show. They talk about a lot of great things and do what we do. They talk about veterans. And speaking of which, uh, helping veterans is what we like to do on our show. We like to talk about it. We like to make sure that that's something that we uh, we preach, we push, we pursue. And so I'm really excited uh, to talk to the guests that we have tonight. So Ty, do you want to introduce them? Do you want me to introduce them? No, you go ahead, um, bro. All right. So we're we're very 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 honored, fortunate, and proud to have. Uh, some members of the Rescue for PTSD on tonight. It's an organization here local to us in Texas. Uh, Laura Murray runs an organization that uh, they are all about helping veterans. So there's a lot of veterans out there that they get service animals and it just, it helps. And their whole mission is to make sure that as many veterans as they can find gets access to these service animals and they help them. And they've just got an amazing program. They do so much 
I don't even want to tell you everything they do because I'm probably going to get something wrong. So that's why I think it's just important that we go ahead and bring on Laura. And then she has one of her trainers, Sam, with her today. And so we're going to get to meet both of them. And uh, we just want to say welcome to the show. We're honored that you're here. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having us. This is exciting. Thank you. So uh, what we what we like to do on the show when we bring people on, Laura will do and Sam, is we'll ask each of you to kind of introduce yourself, let people know kind of background, where you're from, kind of some of the things that you've you've done in the past and then leading up to uh, getting into the rescue. And then from there, we'll uh, go into anything that you want to go into when it comes to your guys' mission, what you guys and how you work through it. Um, and then we'll just, we'll continue on down that road. So I don't know if Laura, you want to go first, introduce yourself to everybody. Sure. So hi everybody. My name is Laura Murray and I am the founder of the rescue for PTSD. Um, as the guys mentioned, we are a nonprofit. We adopt rescue and shelter dogs and train them to be service dogs for veterans suffering with PTSD. Um, Let's see about myself. Uh, my husband and I are originally from Wyoming. Um, we've been married 25 years. I am a geologist with Chevron. Um, unfortunately, I, the nonprofit is not my day job yet. Someday, someday it will be what we do, what we get to do full time. Um, let's see. Always had dogs and grew up with dogs, um, hunting dogs. My dad's best friend was a trainer of hunting dogs. So kind of been around Labradors my whole life. And it was just kind of a, you know, one thing led to another. I did not serve myself. Uh, my father was in the Marine Corps and my grandfather was in the Navy. Um, and we just, you know, we have some military friends and we'd help some folks out, you know, with their, with their dogs, uh, every once in a while. And people said, oh, you know, you, you should train dogs when you retire. And I was like, no, I don't think so. Um, and, and we did some work with Camp Hope and we met some folks that had service dogs. And I said, well, you know, let's see if we could actually do this. And at the time I had a Labrador retriever and I said, well, so I went and looked up YouTube and said, okay, what are service dog tasks? And let me see if I can teach Bolo how to do this. And it was pretty, you know, easy to train him how to do those things. So we thought, all right, well, you know, let's just give it a whirl. If we can, you know, save one dog and one veteran at a time, that's better than nothing. Um, so we uh, got some friends together and my mother for my birthday gave me pretty much the equivalent of a 501c3 for dummies. Um, and we, we put, the, put the team together and went looking for our first dog. And um, we found a really, really great German Shepherd. Um, this was in 2017, so during the World Series. So we named her Tuve. And, Tuve uh, was the first dog with the rescue, right? Correct. Correct. Yep. Tino's, Tino's Tuve. Um, so we had her and uh, she was really sweet when we first got her. She had to go through some medical treatments and she got really attached to me and she started being really reactive and I haven't really ever dealt with something like that. So, you know, I had heard about Sam. We did not know each other at the time. And, uh, you know, so went and called her and said, hey, you know, I have a reactive German Shepherd. I need help. And she's like, all right, come on over. So that's how that's how we originally met. Um, so now she's my best friend and took pity on us. We'll get into that story later. And she is the director of training um, and the trainer for the rescue for PTSD. Awesome. <laughs> 
and my best. <clears throat> yeah, we'll, thank you. We'll for get that. into how y'all met in a minute. We'll ask that story. But Sam, <laughs> yeah. do you mind yeah. introducing yourself? Sure. Um, like Laura said, I've been training dogs for a long time. I started training dogs professionally uh, 13 years ago, maybe longer than that. So 13 years ago, um, started working originally with military and police dogs. And I worked for Denver Sheriff's Department for a while and lots of sport dogs. And then when we moved to Texas six years ago, my husband and I moved here about six years ago, started doing more therapy and service dog and civilian type stuff. That's that's about it. I mean, you say you've been doing it for for thirteen years professionally for thirteen years. Yeah, your ass look like you're nineteen years old when you start. <laughs> like you like, I was like, damn, she's only like nineteen, twenty years old, but she's like, I've been doing thirteen. Damn, you started young as hell. <laughs> you was potty training dogs and potty training at the same time. <laughs> Oh man! How did the two of you meet? Yeah, I got to hear this story. Oh, this is a Laura's <laughs> version, or a... say we'll tag team on this one. We'll 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 tag team on this one. This is Sam's husband's favorite story. She's like, tell everybody how you guys met. I'm like, okay. So as I mentioned, we had a um, a our very first dog was a somewhat reactive German Shepherd, which I was not used to dealing with. So I had called Sam and I said, Very okay. reactive German Shepherd. Don't, she's a very good girl now. That's what we're going to go with, right? So, um, you know, she, you know, people, she kind of lunge at the end, lunge at the end of the leash. And, you know, she was just, she was just very, very reactive. So called Sam. She said, okay, come and meet me this place where she was working. I said, okay. So we go there and we pull up. And of course, Tuve's like pulling at the end of the leash and, I'm just like, you know, I'm just paranoid as heck about this dog. And you can't see it here, but Sam, Sam is um, a petite lady. She's, she will say that she's average, um, but she is, she is a petite lady. And, uh, you know, this is a big dog and coming down the sidewalk and two ways lunging at her and Sam sees me. She's like, well, go ahead and drop the leash. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm like, no, my dog's going to eat you. I'm like, no. And she's like, no, really, drop the leash. I'm like, no, I'm just in Sam's like, drop the leash. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Drop the leash. Tuve goes running up to her and she's like, she's like, sit down. And Tuve's like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, okay. So that was, that was the first part of the meeting. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh boy, okay, like we're going to have to do this often. And so I had them meet me at a PetSmart parking lot. Horrible, horrible decision. Um, I was like, okay, just hand me the leash and walk away. Let's see how bad this anxiety is. And Laura hands me the leash and she walks away and this dog goes bats shit crazy. I mean, completely not screaming, lunging. And I would correct her, try to reward her. And she would just scream bloody murder. And there's a rescue event going on. And they were looking at us like we were torturing this dog. So I was like, okay, we have to just train some more private and quiet. So Sam says, Sam says, well, maybe you should go out of sight. You know, I'm only like maybe 10 feet away from the dog. And she is just like losing her mind. And she's like, well, maybe just go out of sight. So like hide behind a car. It just got even worse. So Sam's like, okay, well, this is a little bit worse than what I thought it was. So let's go ahead and get in the car and we'll go back, you know, to the boarding facility where I train and we'll work there. It just, yeah, it was, it was a bad scene. She, um, 
it was a bad scene. We'll just so right after that, that's when you decided, yeah, we we we've had a successful first meeting, and let's let's get this done and let's start the rescue. Or no, how, how, no. how long? No, I'd already started the that? rescue. Yeah, so the rescue was okay. already a thing before I met Sam, because somewhere in my brain, I thought maybe I could do this by you know on our own. I'm like, oh we've trained Labradors before this, this, you know, we can do this. And my first one was <clears throat> a psychotic German shepherd. Um, so no, we had many, 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 many meetings um, and training sessions with Sam to get Tuve to the point where she was, she was very good. Um, she got over her reactivity. She was just very attached to me. Um, so it was uh, an issue when we, when we did find her veteran, um, so Mr. Key, we found a Vietnam veteran that found us, um, and he was the very first veteran in our program. And he is just, to this day, I literally saw him <coughs> Saturday. Um, he had his three-year check-in um, with, with Tuve. So she's doing great, but it took a lot, um, you know, a lot of work with the separation anxiety. Um, when we did place Tuve uh, with her veteran, we went for a home visit, and I was not allowed to participate. Wonder why? <laughs> yeah, but, but I'll punish. <laughs> yep, we walked in. Tuve would like locked eyes on me. Sam's trying to get her to do things with with Jeff, and Tuve's just looking at me. And Sam's like, "You can go out and wait in the car." I was like, "I'm I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> He's like, "No." She's like, "You need to leave." I'm like, "What?" So yeah, so I went out and I sat in the car for like an hour and a half. I was it was killing me. And and you the whole time were going, Are, "Is everything okay? Are they, is it all right? Is everything okay with the dog? What are they doing in there? I don't know what's going on. What is going on?" And then she comes out, "We're good." You're like, "Wait, what? We're good?" Yeah. And that makes you sad too when you were good. Yeah. Like I remember you telling me, I'm sorry, I'm getting in front of myself. We have a question from the audience here. Yeah. Uh, on average, how long does it typically take to train a dog once they get into the program from flash to bang? On average is about a year. Okay. Oh, wow. And it depends on the dog, you know, we mainly get rescues. So, you know, some of them come with a little bit more baggage, you know, some of them have PTSD themselves, um, sure. you know, just, uh, everybody's seen dogs, all dogs are different. Some dogs are a lot smarter than others. Um, and you know, it also depends on how much the veterans need. Um, you know, some dogs, you know, we call it kind of basic or, you know, the basic PTSD tasks, but then some of them, you know, we do more than, than train just for PTSD. When I first talk with the veterans, I basically tell them, tell us what it is that you need help with, because Sam was amazing. Um, you tell us what you need help with and Sam can train the dog to help you figure out how to help you with it. So we do PTSD, but we also do a lot of work if they have medical issues or um, physical disability issues. Um, she's trained the dogs. We have a couple of diabetic alert dogs. We have dogs that do medic alert. We have dogs that are harness trained for veterans who have issues getting up uh, or sitting down that need stability when they're walking, um, you know, uh, road rage, uh, things of that nature. So it's not just PTSD. Um, anything, anything they need help with, you know, we talk to them individually, Sam, you know, is exactly what the dogs need to be doing for them. And so she can train more than just the PTSD tasks. So if we need a dog that has, a, or we have a veteran that has a, needs a lot of help, it's going to take a little bit longer. So I think Sam, the, the shortest one was about six or seven months. And then we've got, we had one that was almost two years. 
if it's uh, if a dog is just doing some of the basic stuff and doesn't have to do the medical retrieval or the diabetic alert or anything like that, is that is that what takes the longest? Uh, those extra trainings or typically so, typically so, and it does depend on the commitment of the veteran as well and how much time they're putting into training too. Yeah, so there's there's two different pieces which we didn't mention. So we have our full training program where the dogs live with Sam or myself or one of our fosters, and we fully train the dogs for the veterans. That's usually for folks that are outside of the Houston area. Um, but then we had so many veterans signed up when we first started. I mean, our waiting list had over 30 people on it, and it was just Sam and I. So Sam had the idea of, well, why don't we help them train their dogs themselves? So we started our monthly group program. So that's a program where the veterans come to us if they have their own dogs. Sam will do an evaluation of the dog to see if it's going to be a good fit as a service animal for the veteran. And if they don't have a dog, then we help. We work with some of our rescue partners to find a dog that's appropriate for them. And then they come to class. We are very, very fortunate. We started out in a park um, and the, the Tomball VFW um, post 2427 um, has, has adopted us and lets us host our, our monthly group program there. Um, and we've got, I think, up to, I think we've got around 43 veterans now that come um, every month to the group program. So there's kind of two separate programs. So when Sam talks about the commitment of the veteran, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of what we do is more of the group program. So the harder the veterans work, the faster it goes. All right. We got another question here. Can you train a dog that a veteran already owns? Damn, Becky, all these questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just really depends on the temperament of the dog and whether or not they have the aptitude to be a service dog. But whether someone is just now rescuing the dog or they've had the dog for a while, any dog's trainable. You tell them about a new dog. Tell them, tell them about it. And Titan says yes. Titan says yes. Um, yeah, so we had one of the first veterans that came to us. Um, he had his dog already. And she was, what, nine or ten when she's Anubis, when she first started coming? Yeah. So you actually can teach old dogs new tricks. How many dogs, dogs have you actually placed five. with veterans? So uh, the full training dogs, we have placed 14 dogs with veterans, and we have graduated 26 pairs out of our group training program so far. Oh, that's so cool. So what's the... Uh... I mean, I, I don't know if there's a preference. I know you guys can train dogs that are that you already own. They're rescue dogs. Um, is there a preference for? Is like there an age range that's better to be able to train for a service animal versus another, or does it really like whatever is there? If they're a good fit, then you, you'll train them, right? I mean, I don't it know all, if there's like a like a preference on that. It all depends on the dog's personality. So. So pretty much no. I mean, it just, it doesn't really matter. Like Sam said, um, if we get dogs, we prefer them to be younger. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, we have taken dogs that are older, but for us, for our full training dogs, we try and get dogs that are out of the puppy stage because that just takes a long time for their brains to get to the point where they can actually focus and pay attention. Um, but we don't want them to be too old because it takes a long time to train them. Like Sam said, it's about a year to, to fully train a dog, but we want the veterans to have as much time with their service animal as possible. Um, so when we're rescuing dogs, we try and go for the one to two to three year age range. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Cause I remember, uh, there was a time, uh, Becky and I went to the, the VFW up there. I can't remember what the event was for, but we went up and, and it was actually one of the days that, uh, the dogs were being trained. And I just thought it was so <clears throat> interesting to see the controlled chaos in a room. You really felt like you were at like a military event for real, because you've got all these people standing around. There's a whole bunch of dogs in the middle of the room. And I just remember one dog, I think it was like, I don't know if it was in the beginning or where it was at in the training, but it was at a point where a trainer, it may have been one of you guys was walking with the dog and you would drop treats all over the ground. Right. And just tell them to go do different things. And this dog didn't care. He's like, you drop stuff on the ground. I'm about to eat it. And everybody's like, you're not supposed to do that. And I just remember like watching that dog was doing that. But then you had other dogs in another end of the room that like, if you would have been like, look up, they're kind of like up and they're looking around. Like it was amazing to see the progression just in that one room of a beginning dog to a dog that was almost done. And you could kind of like, you could really tell the difference. And it was just cool to be there uh, just to see how all that works, you know? And then to also know that, um, from what I understand and what I know, you guys provide the service for veterans, right? For through the nonprofit, this is this something. As long as they're committed, you guys provide. So the the, the payment for this, this is just to help veterans, right? Right. So multiple things. So yes, I remember when you came and it was us because it's always only us. So yeah. Sam is the trainer um, for the rescue. So, and the dog that was behaving perfectly was probably Astrid, which is a gorgeous <laughs> black German shepherd, which is Sam's yeah, baby. That's um, right. So Astrid is our demo dog. Astrid knows how to do everything. So it's nice to have a dog that, uh, where's Stridi? Get Stridi to come up and say hi. Um, you know, Astrid knows how to do every skill. So it's nice, you know, Sam can demonstrate to folks, you know, this is what you need to be doing and Astrid will do it perfectly. There she is. Oh, Striddle D. Oh. <laughs> She's like, what? Yeah. I'm camera it's shy. Her, it's her bedtime. She's over it. <laughs> I don't want to be famous camera, today. I don't want to be famous. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it is, you described it perfectly. It is organized chaos. Other yes. than the fact that everybody listens to Sam, right? That is, that is, that is, that is how that works. And yes, everything we do, that is one of the main reasons that we started this is we do everything for free. Um, so through the nonprofit, you know, through the grants that we apply for, through the donations that we get, um, you know, there is not enough done for our veterans, you know, when they come back or when they get out of service. And the fact that some organizations charge upwards of $25,000 for a dog is just deplorable. So we do everything for free. We are 100% volunteer. So every cent that people donate to us goes to the dogs and to the veterans. Mm. No, I've that's, seen this plan yeah. in action. It's it's amazing. Well, and I've, I've been... I've known Laura for uh, three or four, two or three, four years. I don't know exact for sure, but I think we're going on four. I think we're going on four or five, Ty. <laughs> right. So I know a lot of the people that are in this class, and to see, to see the way the veterans respond to the dogs, and the dogs respond to the veterans, uh, especially those that 
maybe they worked with a dog or they saw a dog, so they, they really understand the value that they bring. <clears throat> Good question there. Uh, but I, I love the fact that the rescue for PTSD's home to, you know, my home VFW. I love, I've loved working with you guys and, and I definitely love trying to raise money in, in the strangest places for y'all and find, you know, new dogs in the strangest places. So I'll continue doing that. But, uh, uh, a Lieutenant Colonel who's about to retire heavily here. He's uh, one of my company commanders way back in the day says, how many dogs do you train at a time? And how many does the rescue have at a time? So, I guess this would be for the fostering that you're preparing. Do you have any, does, uh, is, uh, the Marine still in my neighborhood here? Does he still have a bunch of dogs that he's holding for you? No. So, uh, Ken actually moved to Washington state. So oh, we lost okay. him as a foster. So, um, we have a foster up in North Carolina. So one of the veterans who received one of our dogs was from North Carolina. And his wife, who is also a veteran, she's a retired army nurse, um, just saw the difference that it made in his, her life and her husband's life. So she wanted to get more involved. So she fostered one dog and then that dog went to a veteran that was in that area. So now she's fostering another dog um, that is going to be going to someone else. So that area up there, we've got three dogs up there now. So. Um, right now we only have a uh, two. So Bear is hanging out with Sam on her feet. Um, and then Miss Peggy has Evie. So we've got two fosters right now. We have had upwards of six fosters um, together. Bear Bear. There he is with his cute big old bat ears. He's he's like, it, is, it is bedtime. What is this nonsense? To, to see everybody. Uh, um, so Colonel Heverly said he has the inside line on an animal shelter as in they work for him. So, I mean, if, if you have, if, if you need some animals, I guess we can try that. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's a viable Avenue, but I do so know him. Not, he's a real we, good dude. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We are not lacking for, for dogs ever. Um, we, we have uh, shelters or um, rescue groups that we work with. So we like to work with rescue groups that have, that are foster based. And so they've basically gone and pulled dogs from the shelters or off the street, but they're living with other people. So that way we have a little bit of an idea about their temperament. That way it ensures that we may not have as, as many failures. Um, you know, dogs that don't work out, we know if they get along with children or cats or other dogs, if they're potty trained, if they, you know, what kind of their issues are to see if it's something that we can work with. Um, we've only had two fails so far that just couldn't concentrate enough to, uh, to make it as, as service dogs and Ty, one lives in Ty and I live in the same neighborhood. Um, so one of them went to a, a lovely family in our neighborhood and the other one is actually adopted by one of the members, um, of our group program. So we've been very nice. fortunate in that, in that, you know, over 30 some odd dogs, <clears throat> two that haven't worked out, um, and they are both in loving homes because who doesn't want a really well-trained dog? Oh, I would love to have a well-trained dog. I got one at home that I can bring over to you if you'd like. <laughs> I got two I'm that need kidding. to be trained right now. <laughs> so I got a question. Yeah. I got five. Yeah, he, he can't stop buying dogs. Every time his daughter goes, I want one, Dad, he's like, okay. Yeah, Al has five dogs. We don't buy. We, we don't buy. I, well, we we have four now. Uh, we had one, one we had one pass away uh, last month, but we've got a million, and all of ours are dog. I got a three legged dog. Yeah, try training that. 
I think Sam has probably done that. She's trained a one-eyed dog, one one-eyed dog before. I'm sure we've had some tripods in there in there before. But yeah, back to that question. You know, we have had up to you know six or seven dogs between Sam and I and one of our fosters <clears throat> at the time, which kind of gets it's Sam's remembering. I'm giving her flashbacks as I'm talking about that. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so we don't usually have as many personally that we're training, but, you know, like I said, group class, we've got four different classes, um, puppy, beginner, intermediate, and advanced, and we'll have upwards of 30 people in a class. So Sam will be, you know, on her loudspeaker kind of talking to folks, and then we split them off into groups, and we have myself, um, her husband, my husband, a couple of volunteers, so we've got folks that can go around and work so that everybody's getting a little bit of one-on-one -on -one attention. Gotcha. Well, hey, Laura, real quick, we're going to uh, pay the bills real quick, and then we'll be right back with you, okay? Get ready to groove to the electrifying sounds of DJ Royalty, the maestro of mixing who knows how to turn any event into an unforgettable dance sensation. Royalty Entertainment is here to bring you the ultimate musical experience, straight from the ones and twos, in your ears and through your body to activate them dancing shoes. Get ready to sweat, party, and have a good time while your DJ needs are being blazed by none other than me, DJ Royalty. I have spent years crafting together a DJ entertainment empire that promises a customized blend of musical tracks, mix and mastery, and top quality sound, all while providing a vibrant ambiance to accommodate any of your DJ needs. Royalty Entertainment Services is your premier one-stop shop for top-tier musical entertainment and is hosted by yours truly. For more information, reservations, and booking, feel free to look around the website at GoDJRoyalty.com. I am DJ Royalty, and this has been another Royalty Entertainment production. Yeah. Got Your Six Culture is a veteran-owned t-shirt company that's making a powerful impact, one t-shirt at a time. These guys are simply badass. Whether you're a proud veteran or a family member or a patriot at heart, you're going to find the perfect tee that speaks directly to your soul. But wait, there's more. When you shop at Got Your Six Culture, you're not just supporting veterans, you're supporting American small business. You're also supporting the dream of veteran-owned small businesses around the world. And these guys put heart and passion into everything through designing all their t-shirts right here in the USA, ensuring you have top-notch quality in every design that you purchase. Show your appreciation for veterans and first responders today and head over to GotYourSixCulture.com and browse their amazing collection of products. And guess what? Our friends at Got Your Six have a badass treat special for our listeners. Use the code triple thread at checkout and get an exclusive 15% discount on your purchase. So show your support for our heroes of country and community. Shop at gotyoursixculture.com right now. And don't forget to use the code triple threat at checkout for an additional 15% off. Hashtag same flag, same oath. You've served your country. Let us serve you. Buying a home can be a stressful process. At Veteran Mortgage Solutions, we have decades of experience qualifying your benefit income and making it part of your credit profile. We help veterans obtain mortgages at great rates with better terms. This is our dedication to America's warfighters.
We back. Can you hear me? Okay? We're back. We're back. We're yeah, back. yeah, we can hear you now. We're good. We got you. Yeah, we got I, had you. A, I, had a, I had to make an adjustment again, man. I don't know what's going on, but you know, yeah, did, would you have to? You had to go to the West Wing. I had to go to the West Wing. The East Wing was acting <laughs> up. I had to go to the West Wing. I don't know what it is, man. Everything is working, and then all of a sudden, it's I, you, not. I mean, you called it the the internet problems in the other place. It infected you. You had to go run downstairs. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You're okay, looking like a I'm superstar back. now, though. You think it's uh, was, you think it's getting close to that time, though? I got one question up? before we get to that time, though. Okay. I wanted go I, I wanted to go into a couple more things. Okay, okay. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, let's bring got... Lauren Sam back real quick. Look at look look who's listening today. Our friend Eric Knowles over from the Article 15 Comedy Tour. Look at that guy. Hey, what's going on? Easy. I wonder, up, where, Eric? I, I wonder where Eric's getting in trouble this week. Right, that's my man, man. <laughs> I, man if you guys. Have not seen him. I tell you, I say it all the time. I was super shocked, man. He is hilarious. Yeah, and he, yeah, he, yeah. he carries his demeanor that you would think that he looks like he's ready to fight somebody. But then he gets on the stage, and I was like, man, this dude is awesome. He had me. I, I know you can hear me on the side. I was, I was busting. Yeah, yeah, all of us. It was, it was good to go. Yeah. yeah, that's my man. That's my yeah. man. Oh, he's back home. Best okay. place to get in trouble there, Eric, is at home. I get yeah, trouble. He, he was too. out in uh, Las Vegas or Reno or something like that at a comedy at a yeah. comedy uh, thing. And so he, he... I just want to give him a huge shout out. Thanks for uh, helping helping rep that got your six brand. We saw you on the stage. We we shared all your posts on social media. We appreciate all your support, and we're glad you like the shirts, my brother. Appreciate you. Absolutely. I got a question for the ladies, because I'm trying okay. to figure this out. Now I got a dog. I got two of them. One, my sister gave me, he's like an emotional, emotional family. I've, I've been terrified of dogs since I was a little kid, right? I got bit by one when I was little, and ever since then I've been terrified. But my sister gave me a dog, and he's like he's like my buddy. We were doing fine, and then we saw another dog that the pool man brought to us, and I couldn't let him go. He's a little, little tiny guy. Now he's not such a little tiny guy. But the question I have for you ladies is this. when my When we leave the house... And our dog is here and he's mad and he wants to show us that he's mad because we left him. He will literally go jump up on something or go grab something that belongs to the person that he's mad at, chew it up and leave it outside in the garage so that when we come home, we that's the first thing we see is something that he tore up that belongs to the person that he's mad at. How do you break that? Kennel train your dog. <laughs> no, he, no, he, he is kennel trained. So so this is the thing. This is the problem. My wife and my daughter are, oh look at oh kitty, kitty, kitty. Me, I'm like, nah, man, go to bed. But they're like, get it, they're like, they like they allow the rules to be broken. I don't allow the dogs in the bed, right? But the the, the my daughter and the wife, like, oh, it's so cute though. He can know. So you when you swallow something that would harm him before you guys leave, put him in the kennel. He's going to end up hurting himself. I'm glad that you said it. I'm going to use that C, Sam. That's why I'm glad you're here. I just need some reinforcements. I'm going to make sure that she watches this show. Because yes. them going in the kennel is not going to hurt them. <laughs> it's not. And they actually Sam. get to the point where they like it. You know, my I had, I, we have dogs and it's our veterans' dogs. You leave the kennel open, they, they consider it kind of like a den. Oh, you know, okay. if you think about yeah. wild dogs, so well, it's not a punishment. Um, you make it a good place for them to be when they go in the kennel, they get a treat, they have a bone, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not well, a punishment. 
Sam's going to be put on a loop now. Anytime they talk about the dogs, all you're going to hear is, when you leave, put them in the kennel. Put them in the kennel. Play, so, play, I, play. I appreciate play. that. And I'm, I'm happy that you, you gave me that because I, I believe in that. And, and, and you know whose stuff is the one that gets messed up? It's mine because I'm the disciplinary person. It's also to the point I can't hug my wife. I can't touch her. I can't do anything. I get attacked by the dog. They don't bite me, but they growl and, you know, they let me know that they, they're very upset because they think that that's my dog thinks Renee's his wife. So tell him, tell him not to be a hater. It'd be all right. So, I mean, we tried to do the training thing. We tried to do the shot collar. I know saying shot collar sometimes is bad, but, but it's not. But I, I just, I'm trying to embrace it. But it's hard when I come home and the stuff that is valuable to me is chewed up or ate up and left outside. But he like literally takes you it outside. Put that stuff away before you leave. You already I, know I he's going to eat this it. This is the thing. He now knows how to jump up on the counter. <clears throat> he, he can jump up on the chair and jump up on the counter. And he gets up there and, man, he gets like one time he came home, he took, okay, I don't want to take too much time on this. I, <laughs> I, made some, I made some, it was Taco Tuesday. I made some fajitas, right? But I realized I didn't have enough uh, tortillas, right? So I'm like, let me just run over to the ATV real quick, grab some tortillas, come back. We're going to be good. I came back. All the meat was gone. He jumped up <laughs> on the table, jumped up on the thing, and ate all of the meat. And then he goes in his kennel and sits there all super fat and good and just sat in his kennel like, yeah, what are you going to do now? What you gonna I've been do? here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. So the wife tells me, well, it's your fault. You should have left it out. Oh, no. I didn't know I had bionic dogs that were going to jump on the counter and eat the <laughs> I don't feed them house food, but Poppy comes over and he throws them a little chicken or throws them a little something. So I don't know <laughs> but I'm in the kennel. That's funny. I appreciate Sam and Laura. I appreciate you. That's what well, I mean. I'm good. Yeah. I got my firecracker. So my for... For Sam and Laura, I got I got a question for you guys, because I heard you in the beginning, Laura, say that you're a geologist, which is amazing, by the way. I'm I'm very interested in in, in how the Earth is cracking right now. But uh, what's the future plan for the rescue, and and where do you guys see it going, and what is the what's it going to become? What's the future of it? And do you foresee yourself being able to do this full time? And more importantly. For everybody that's watching, what can we do to help get you guys there? <laughs> I say I know the answer. I'm just waiting for her. <laughs> oh, uh oh. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, we want we don't want to get huge. You know, people say, Oh, you know, we get more more dogs and more veterans, and we like being small. You know, okay. Sam and I know all of our veterans. We know all of the dogs. We know what the veterans need from the dogs. We know their families. We know where they live. We know how things are going. Um, when people get <laughs> dogs from us or when they graduate from the program, they have to keep in touch with us. So there has to be a yearly check-in every year to make sure that the dogs are still doing what they need to be doing for the veteran, but also to make sure that the dogs are being taken care of. Um, the biggest problem we have is the dogs get fat. Um, I mean, we probably had that conversation with maybe 75% of the veterans that have had dogs, you know, it's just, you know, and there's a lot of big dogs and you don't want a lot of weight on them anyhow, but we like being, uh, we like being small. We like knowing who everybody is. We don't want, you know, tons more people, you know, that they gets out of control that it's just not, it's not small anymore. Um, mm -hmm. Sam's our trainer. 
Um, we've had other people come in who wanted to help that, that, uh, you know, fancied themselves trainers and, you know, it's pretty much, it's Sam's way or the highway. Um, mm. that, that's how, that's, that's I like Sam's way. I like not, Sam's way. Not only, <laughs> not only are they excellent trainers of, for, for service animals, but yeah, they do have that. I, they are black belts in verbal judo. I have seen these two women, uh, mess with some of the biggest nastiest people who have reputations for you know knowing it all in the vfw and i've seen them you know try to uh, spew their their thoughts on them and i've just seen laura and sam just sit there and be like yeah but this is the way we do it so it's you know and that's amazing. And that's how it is. You know, we do things a certain way and there are other people that do things their way and it may be just as good, but that's, that's how we do it. You know, the rescue, you know, is, is Sam and I in our team. And if you don't agree with that, then you can go elsewhere. Um, you know, oh gosh, is this the culprit? Well, this is my good one. This, this is my buddies. This is Kingston. He's, he's the original, right? I don't have any problem out of him. See, he, this is my dude. Now, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the problem, child. <laughs> the dog with the hoodie on. See this guy? This is he looks trouble. like a problem. Yeah, this is yeah. trouble. This is trouble one hundred and one right here. This guy. Yeah, say hi to the people. Yeah, he got a, he's got a hoodie on, bro. You know, he's already he, he looks like a problem. Yeah. You already profiled the dog before you brought him on the screen, dude. I, yeah, I, I, I he profiled. looks like he, he starts looks, trouble. He looks like a gang. He looks he's like a, a gang member. I just want to be honest. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a gang yeah. member. I'll be right back, Matt. I'm going to try to get my dog now. I got to get my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all doing the same thing. Oh, my gosh. I got a dog here that I got to bring on then. Bring him out. Bring him out. Matt, I love your dog. They've already mentioned. I'm not by my dog right now, though, Scott. I'm 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 by Sierra right now. So I we we have her dog here. Her dog. But her dog's dumb. I mean, what are you talking about? Everybody got to the dog. Wow. See, I will run. Yeah, that dog. That dog heard. Oh, they're talking about dogs. Okay. I'm here. Where's my Where's my cat at? Richard, where are you at? Your cat. Get the... What's going on? Yeah, I would just my cat's outside. my cat's bigger than Scott's dog. My cat's so... massive. He probably weighs thirty pounds. Oh, oh there's Tonka Truck. <laughs> bring him out! Bring him out! Hey, there goes my buddy. What's up, man? Let me see. Let me see what you let me see your buddy you got there. All right. Now, what's his name? I couldn't hear him. Ty, what did he say? Ty, you're on mute. So here, here we go. We got oh, my yeah. daughter's dog here. After we oh. look at the, oh, look at that. Oh, Sophie. Okay. How you doing, Sophie? Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. So okay. here you go. We got we got to we got to bring her down a little bit. But this oh, is Ellie. Cool. There's Ellie. Oh, Tatum, come here and look at Ellie. Hey. I don't think you've seen Ellie. Hold on. No. Look, I know the lady. I know the lady holding Ellie. Hey, yeah. lady holding Ellie. That's my girl. Hey, <laughs> Becky, what's up? What's up, Becky? You said, what's up, Becky? <laughs> There's Ellie. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my daughter's dog. So my daughter's dog and my dog both born on the same day. Coincidentally, oh. we didn't know it. But, uh, look, yeah. Look at that killer. That's Titan again. Yep. Oh, there he is. That's. That's that's the three legged wonder right there. Wow. No, this is the four legged one. The four legged oh, one's already four? sleeping. Oh. They go to bed. They go to bed in the kennel. This one, they, they're she's in her. I got this one out of the kennel because the other one's me. Uh. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> hey, Laura, I, I did not plan this part of the show, but there in a hundred years, I would not have guessed that us four would be we'll sitting be around showing off our little dogs. dogs. Yeah, Listen, though, when you only when, for when, Laura and Sam. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, when you talk to to, to an organization like your guys that 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 are really, they really give that much of a shit about helping people and making sure that those people are taken care of and making sure that they get the help they need. Like you got to show off your dogs yeah, at home absolutely. too. Absolutely, we're just yeah, showing you your future working. clients. That's right. all we're doing right now. By the way, forewarned, <laughs> Sam. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who is this? Who is this, Al? That's the three legs. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> hey, up, Al's gonna be another fifteen minutes. He's got like ten other dogs in the back. No, my pit, my pit bull's asleep. He's in the room. Hmm. I would love to see you pick him up and just show everybody him. <laughs> 95 pounds and he's on the spectrum so i don't mess with him yeah. <laughs> uh, wow oh look yeah hey that's okay I yeah mean, the ladies have the big dogs man hey that's okay yeah i'm sure hey you you know colonel heavily you know about my ocd i can't have the big poops in the backyard yeah, the you know that i have poop, to clean man. up they got to be the small ones so it's easier to pick up i swear yeah. that's all it amounts big dog, to big because poop, laura was gonna get me a dog man and I just, I, I can't deal with it. It, it would yep. kill me. <laughs> yeah. Big dog, big poop. Man. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a big dog. But he's I'm, I'm below the dogs. I'm well below the, the kids and the dogs. Like, I'm like. No my doubt. Dog, my wife. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're also family members, right? So we have kids out of the house for empty nesters. And every time, like, the dog is running, I'm like, the dog is like a kid. Like he he'll walk around and look at you funny, and then it, yeah. all the attention goes to him. I'm like, yep. I live here too, kind of sometimes. Yeah. Your dog is going to diet, Matt. No, my dog's good. You need a treadmill. He lost weight after you <laughs> left. I think you gave him too many He's treats. A <laughs> my dog's just built. That's all that is. So he's just he's oh, just he's big built. boned. Mm. Oh, Ty, you signaling it? Is it is it around uh -oh. that time? I think, uh -oh. I, I think so. Hey, I could, it's a I it's a double, double hot seat. I can double them up. They can get. They it's a double hot seat. We're gonna learn a little bit about our ladies today, and you know what? You guys are the first lady guests that we have had on our show. How awesome is that? Shouts out to being the number one and number two. It's kind of like a tie. You guys are like a tie. Me, me, same time. Double woman power. Bam, bam, right there. All right, so Sam and Laura, are you ready? Sure. Sam, are you Sam? You you okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's All right. That's her okay face. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be bad, but we just gonna this is our way of being the triple threat vet podcast. This is our way for us to kind of know our guests and let the listeners know who you guys are. Probably some things that people have wondered or probably never asked, maybe not, but these are some things that I just put together that I thought would be interesting to know about you two. Are we ready? All right, Ty, put us up, all three of us. All three of y'all. Okay, here we go. First one, we're going to do it. We're going to go, since, since you're up here with me, Sam, on the top, I'm going to hit you first. Give me the top five musical groups of all time. Your top five of all time. No specific order, but I just want you to spit them out to me. Um, Them... The Temptations. Okay. Um. Oh gosh, musical groups. Without looking, 
No. Five? Can I do two? No, you got to give five, Lawrence. You got time to think while Sam is giving her questions. That's oh all you got. It's the hot seat. This is I'm going to put the chain smokers in there, too. Show a little bit of my millennial side. Yeah, so give a give, so, just whatever comes to your head. If you're if you're going on a trip, you're driving down the road, you got five CDs that you're going to bring out. Let me let me hear them. Give John me Denver. I mean, it's okay. not a musical group as a singer, but John Denver for sure. We got it. So that's three. Who else? I got two. You told me Temptations. Yeah, John Denver, uh -huh. the Chain Smokers. Chain Smokers, okay. Chain Smokers. Who else do I like, honey? Chris Stapleton, who do you like? Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton's great. Okay, Chris Stapleton is a good one. Hey, that was my husband, not your husband. That's my list. Back off. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can have him. Oh, gosh, I don't know. You got one I more. Look at my... got one more. Let's go. Oh. Give me some. Give oh, me one some. more? Yep, you got one more. <laughs> oh, Brett Eldridge. Heck yeah. Brett Eldridge. For okay. sure. I like his dog. Have you ever seen his dog? He's got a pointer who is so cool. All right, Laura, it's your turn. Okay, so I got to go with uh, Frank Sinatra. Got you. Okay, got to go with Blake Shelton. All right. Uh, Chris Stapleton, of course. Okay. Um, let's see, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, okay. Uh, One more. What else? What else do we have, honey? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm a classical fan too, so I gotta go like with maybe some like some like Mozart or Beethoven in there. Okay, nice. all right. Just sounds sounds to me like I won't be taking any long trips with either one of you ladies, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay, but at least I know this is it's this pretty is much country right. music all the way. Sorry. <laughs> all right, I'm good with that. All right, here we go. Sam, your favorite food of all time. <laughs> donuts. 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 You were, you were police before you were a dog trainer. Oh, oh that was a little humor. Oh, oh, Samantha. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yes. Donuts. Donuts. All right. How about you, Laura? I was gonna say I could have told you her two favorites. Her two favorites are donuts and nachos. Um, oh. my favorites. Wow. Um. Your, your number one of all time. Your number one favorite food. If somebody's you go somewhere. You can have it anywhere you go. It's your favorite. You love it. Give it to me. It's a struggle because I have celiac. I can't have the things I really love. <laughs> well, you didn't say you had to have it. It just has to be your favorite. Okay. I was a favorite pancakes. Love pancakes. pancakes. I'm, right. I'm pancake girl all the way. Pancakes. Donuts and pancakes. I got <laughs> it. Okay. So, Sam, are you a night out type of girl or a night in type of girl? Probably night in. Okay. I won't elaborate on that because I only got two elaborations. I won't elaborate on the night in because that can get a little kinky and Al will get excited. So I'm going to pause on that. But I'm going to say night in. I like it. Laura, night in or night out type of Oh, definitely night in. Definitely. Night in. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm not going to go into it. I know Matt and Al, I know they're like, yeah, go. You can, you can <laughs> laugh and giggle all you want because it's all true in both okay. cases. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Sam, in an argument, a heated argument, would you rather walk away or do you have to have the last word? Oh, I get the last word. Fight that out 100%. Laura, are you going to walk away? You know what? I'm done. Are you going to say, hey, but you know what? You, you got probably, probably walk away. Walk away. I think okay. I'm the walk away. Yeah. I kind of see that. Sam looks like she's ready to give somebody. Yeah, Sam, a Sam, will, Sam will take. Sam will take you down until you give in, even if it's like you're just like, yeah, no, I'm done. Okay. Now these are my two elaborates that I'm. The, there has to be a why behind these two. Okay. 
So I'm going I'm to give you a 50-50, but you have to tell me why you chose this 50-50. All right? So first one, we're going to get right into it. Michael Jackson or Prince? Which one is better, Sam, and why? Now did you think about this. Michael Jackson or Prince? One has to go. One is better than the other one, in your view, but why? Prince. That's a struck. I think we say Prince. I think Look Michael at- Jackson is better. I think just the music is a little more relatable to most of every people. Ooh, Ty's fuming right now, but that's good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Okay, I like it, Sam. You picked the answer. You stuck with it. You said Michael Jackson. I got you. Got one. How about you, Laura? So I'm not thinking about the masses. I'm thinking about me. If you're okay, asking yeah, me. You. This is to you. I'm asking you. It's Prince, and there doesn't need to be a why because Ooh. it's Prince. <laughs> Ooh, there has to be no why. I know why. It was the it was the cutout pants. Mm-hmm. The no, actually, it doesn't. It doesn't have any. I think I think he's I think he's very I think he's very I think he was a very strange man. But I just really like his music. Michael Jackson Thriller. I love no, Michael Jackson. You're you're asking like, do you want ninety nine or like a hundred? I mean, it's just it's so. So you're saying ninety nine Prince? Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. So you're saying ninety nine Michael Jackson, one hundred Prince because. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. All right, here we go. Sam, which one of these is more important to you, loyalty or respect? To me, they're the same thing. Gotta pick one. Because they're different, but which one is more important to you? Would you rather have somebody respect? Yeah. Why? Why? You can go do whatever you want. I mean, there's no, I'm trying to say this as politely as possible. Uh, (laughs) um, I think loyalty tends to insinuate that there's only one side of doing things or one person to agree with or one person Mm -hmm. to whatever. I I don't think that that's always the case. If you're going to not want to be loyal to someone, then you should at least respect them. Gotcha. I like how you broke that down. Laura, what do you say? It's another one of those 99, 100 things for me. Mm -hmm. I think... I think respect, and I think it's because of disrespect. Mm. I, I I can't handle, you know, a lot of folks are very disrespectful. Um, you know, some of the younger generation is very disrespectful. You know, some of the older generation is very disrespectful. Um, Sam and I have encountered veterans that are very disrespectful, mm. um, you know, to us. Um, so I think I think respect, you know, is is has a little bit of a one-up on loyalty. Gotcha. Okay, I like that. Okay, now, this one right here is an honesty check. And I want you to tell the truth. I hope that your husbands, boyfriends, or significant others are here and they're listening because I want them to yell in the background if this is not the truth. I was going to say, they're both sitting right next to us. I know. So so tell me this. How long does it take for you to get ready, honestly? For a night in? Uh, Like five minutes. Not out. out. (laughs) If you if you have to be somewhere, how long does it take? Does she have to, to be on time? Clothing, <laughs> yes, 
How long does it take? If he was to say, you know what, we're about to go to a comedy show right now, starts in an hour. How long is it going to take you to get ready? A comedy show that starts in an hour. Well, then you better be ready in 15 minutes to get to the comedy show. You can I mean, do it. Like, if time where you are supposed to show up is, you know, flexible. Yeah. How long flexible. do you really need? Like, if you were to say, hey, I want to get out and be the best that I can be, my, put, present my best self, how long is it going to take you to get ready? Okay, John's saying for a night out, it takes me an hour. Okay. Yeah. You agree with that? You can be ready from head to toe. Like right now, you don't have no idea what you're going to wear, but you can go get yourself squared away and look your best in one hour. Oh, yeah. Half hour. Okay. Maybe. Laura, I hear, I hear some conversation going on in the background. How long is it going to take you to get ready, honestly? It depends if Sam's available to help me look my best because I struggle to do it myself. <laughs> mm. Sam, let me hear you in the background. How long does it take Laura to get ready? I'm going to say maybe half hour. Half yeah, hour? Half hour. Okay. I got yeah. you. All right. This one doesn't require a why, but this is another 50-50. We're on question number eight. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Who's better? Oh. <laughs> Sam? I'm going to say Michael Jordan. You better say Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. I should have saved a while, but I didn't. So I, I, I already hear it, Laura. You're saying Michael Jordan over LeBron James? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan all the way. I, I wasn't going to do this, but can can you just give me a while? He's epic. Does I he, mean, is, is he's he epic. Handsome? He's epic. He's classy. He had just amazing skill. Um, yeah. And LeBron James doesn't have any of these things? He has a lot of skill. Um, he's I, not think, classy? I think he gives. I think he gives back. He's not. I mean, no, not the way. Not the way Michael Jordan is. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. And you agree with this, Sam? Sure. Wow. Sam doesn't do sports. I don't really do basketball. No, okay, that's true. All right. So tell me this. Question number nine. Sam, do you see a glass as half full or half empty? What's in the glass? <laughs> yeah, I like that. What's in the glass? Tequila. What's in the glass? I miss it. So technically, if there's liquid in the glass, and that means that half the glass is a gas, so the okay. glass is always full. Mm. So if you saw a half glass, that's half full. It's not half empty. I mean, if we're, yeah, half full, especially if it's tequila, so I have half a glass to go. Do you have, do you have a favorite drink? Bourbon. Uh, bourbon. bourbon. Half a glass of bourbon. I half. mean, it's still a glass half full. Like, that's still half a decent of bourbon. Laura, how about you? Do you see a glass half full or half empty? Oh, I'm definitely a half full girl. Half full. Half full. My husband will say it never gets empty because I can never finish a glass of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now, this is the last one. And I, and I, and I did this because your significant others are probably there. I want you to describe a perfect date from the beginning to the end. Set it up for me, Sam. For a night in? <laughs> uh, a perfect date. This is, this is your time. This is a date. I want, I want, I want a perfect date. It, it starts off with this. And it ends with this. You can leave out whatever details you want. You can fill in whatever details you want. But I just want to know for you, what's the perfect date from beginning to end? 
you come home from work or you have the day off and this happens, bang, 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 and it was over. And then you can get out the hot seat. Do you want me to go first? Bang, 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 and it's over. (laughs) I didn't mean bang, bang, bang like that. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? You, Sam, you pause. I want you to think about that because you're about to go soon. Lord, come on and give it to me. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So for us, for me, it's doing something with the dogs, right? You know, our dogs are our dogs are our children. We have four legged, mm-hmm. not two legged children. So going for a walk with the dogs, then coming back, you know, the dogs won't come with us. Going out, nice place to eat. I'm not it doesn't have to be huge and fancy, but something good. Um, someplace that isn't really crowded. I'm not a huge, not a huge people fan. Um, <laughs> so someplace nice, but quiet. Um, you know, we have some favorite places. We used to go out in the hill country in Texas and mm. go for a walk afterwards. I heard the hmm. I heard the hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So he's sitting over here. He knows. He remembers. Mm. <laughs> All right. And how does it end out? Um, I don't know that that's anybody's business. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just... But, you know, maybe, you know, maybe a little something and then mm. some snuggling mm. and some mm. watch a movie, you okay. know? All right, little snuggle here. Little, 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 little. John's okay. over here going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John. All right, I'm about to give you good. I was going to say, good, next, time we, next time we see Ty, Ty's going to be like, hey, Eric. Yeah. Hey, John. <laughs> right. That's right. I feel, right, I feel like they're talking to my family members. I'm, right. I'm, 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 I don't know. I, I, I could have skipped. <laughs> You're on, Sam. I still got nothing for I mean, food's great. So go out to a nice dinner, have a nice steak or, or you know, I don't know, a steak dinner or pasta, Italian. Distillery, Sam. That's a nice one. I mean, we're back home. Good food. Okay. Uh, I don't. Come back, watch a little movie, watch a little TV, fall asleep, go to bed type, type thing. That's great. I don't, okay. I don't know. That's I've never. <laughs> I'm simple, right. I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, ladies, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate you coming through. You guys are officially out of the hot seat. Uh, gave me a good insight of, of, of what we're dealing with. I look at look at uh, <laughs> look at Al. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got a quick question though. I, 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 I on Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton sucks. I, I, you, I lost. <laughs> you lost oh! Blake Shelton. He's first. It comes to country. Oh, I tell him to fix his internet before he starts complaining. You can't talk if you can't like have stream of stream of stream of thought. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, red. Mm -mm. So I got a question though. So Sam, you said that uh, you started talking about glass half full and half empty. You're talking tequila. You're talking bourbon. Mm -hmm. You're talking all kinds of stuff. So tell me, what's your go-to bourbon right now? (laughs) Breckenridge. Powder oh, house. Ridge. I knew you were going to say that. Like, I got some I knew, of that. That's good. I yeah, knew you yeah. were going to say that because uh, I know that's one of, Laura, that's one of your husband's favorites, right? Breckenridge? I got the Bronco. And you guys like to drink a lot? Yeah. We got them. My husband and I have been going to Breckenridge Distillery since pretty much since it opened, like nice. year one. And it's just our thing. And we kind of got Laura and Eric into it. And so now they're actually one of the sponsors for the rescue. I love it. Okay. So now that means I got to start buying their bourbon so that they can support you. I'll make the sacrifice. I promise. Yeah. 
That's good stuff. What up, James? Yeah, I got some of that good Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Love it. Outstanding. Well, we're going to go visit that distillery now. I know my wife's watching right now. Just letting we're going to Denver. Good. It's excellent food. It's, excellent food. it's true. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Sam, you, you so you said you live in Texas now, and you guys go back to uh, Colorado or Wyoming quite often to go visit. Do you guys do things up there still, or is everything really based out of Texas? We definitely don't get to go back up often enough, but we try to go at least once a year, and we try to ski or at least hike or something. But skiing's my skiing and ice climbing are my favorite winter sports. So usually when we go up, it's it's during the winter, but. The rescue these days now it's summer for our golf tournament. I heard about that. How was that golf tournament this year? It was good. It was fun. It, it was, was good. It was a big nice. fundraiser for us. And next year, in uh, June 21st, we have our date. June 21st, up in Silverthorne at the uh, Raven at Three Peaks is our second annual charity golf tournament. Veterans are going to be there. Dogs are going to be there. Going to have some really great prizes again. Hmm. That That'd might be, be awesome. when I'm going to visit Breckenridge. Then let's go. Yep, the distillery guys will be there. It could be a it could be a group field trip. How about that? Yeah, I'm going back skiing. I love it. Well, I mean that'll be home for Scott. He's from there too. We'll get to see where he grew up. You know. Yeah. Just take the whole nine. Let's go. I'll be in a while next week. Yeah, but we're talking about Colorado, not Wyoming. Just saying. Oh, he's flying in. He's flying into Colorado. <laughs> and oh, no you're going to Wyoming, huh? State of Colorado. Yeah, I got to go up there for work. Okay. In fact, when I go to Colorado, mm-hmm. I'm going to swing by the stadium and take a get on the Colorado Buffaloes. Don't you do that That's for you, Scott? Don't you do that? <laughs> Don't you do that? You just, I was going to get arrested yeah. on a work trip. That's going to be kidding. amazing. Yeah. All right, well, we're, we're about to get into our sports picks. Uh, did y'all want to stick around for the sports? or? I think no, we're good. good yeah, I, I, yep. okay, I didn't get the answer on the text. I didn't figure you'd want to since I got the answer. But I, I am truly honored that you that you came on the show. I love coming to the classes. I love, I love supporting you guys as best I can. And I love what you do for our veterans. I, I, and I also love that, you know, it's free to the veterans. So. Thank you very much. Is there any like anything you want to say? I put the how to apply from the veteran, uh, the actual website itself. And I think I also put the link for how to donate to the rescue for PTSD. So for everyone listening and everyone that sees this, uh, check the, uh, the chat over here. And it's got all the links for how to get in touch with, how to apply for, and how to donate to the rescue for PTSD. So real real quick before you guys go, one, I want to tell you thank you so much for coming. It was it was a blast talking to you guys. Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for everything that you guys do for veterans and and just the care that you guys have for them. Like it's amazing to see that. But I want to put a bug in your ear for Laura and Sam for your golf tournament next year. Huge hit at a golf tournament. Walk up music. I'm just saying, I know a DJ, he could hook you up. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I'll say yes, absolutely. Yes, lady. I apologize for in the beginning. I was had to switch some things around, but I was listening to you guys uh, talk. And again, uh, just like Matt said, to piggyback off of what he said, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing what you guys do. I appreciate everything that you guys do. It is hard work to be able to care for something that doesn't actually speak back to you. I guess. I guess they do kind of 
talk back to you in a way if you understand, but just to have that kind of compassion and care and being available to, uh, available to help out and support veterans in the way you do. I want to give you a big thank you. Uh, wish you all the best and continue what you're doing and know that we have, uh, you have our support in any way that you can utilize us. Thank you. Sure. We appreciate yeah. you. And you made it through the hot seat. I hope I, Sam looks like she wants to fight me right now. <laughs> I hope it's not from the hot seat. But I, I just, you know, hey, this is just what I do. It's just my face. Okay. It's just it. right. it's just it's just how she always looks. Sam's got shit to do. She's got shit to do. <laughs> right? She's ever ready. Ever right. ready to bring all it. Right. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. All right. Well, sure. thank you all very you much. Guys. We'll talk to you later and, and appreciate it. And I'll see you out there at the Tomball VFW. All right. Thank Bye. you. All right. All right. Have a good Thanks. one. All right. There they were Sam Scott and Laura Murray of the Rescue for PTSD. Oh, yeah. That's cool, man. <clears throat> they're, they're awesome. I love seeing what they do up there at the VFW. And we've gone by seeing all the dogs in there. And, and the cool part is when you talk to some of the the veteran dog owners right the 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 veterans that receive dogs and you see them walking around the thing that i that i key in the most is you do have a lot of those veterans that have received service dogs from them even though they're out of the program they still show up on training day Mm. just to be able to bring their dog in to maybe show how to do something or to be able to help or to be able to like it's you can tell that you have a good organization doing things when people that have already graduated the program just want to come back just because they want to tell Sam what their dog did this week. They want to tell Laura how grateful they are. You know, it's a it's a great thing. They're they're awesome. They're they're, yeah. they're cool people. But I like that shirt, man. I, I have one. It's a hoodie. I, I I do feel like you know I need a I need a nice stretchy type t shirt with that on it, just like that, and I would be squared away. Maybe we'll get you one. Maybe we'll get you one. Maybe you guys should start looking Black Friday. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to show off the shirt here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's one of the new joints right there. That's right. We sent one of these up to Ohio. Is that another Gotcha Six Culture collaboration creation? Oh, yeah. That's a a design for Got Your Six Culture. Yeah. Don't tread on me. You know, I got one that I need to send Al in the mail because every time I talk to that dude, the only phrase he uses with me is easy day. Easy Every time, <laughs> like, hey, let's go jump Easy. off a mountain. Easy day. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! All right. So what we got? <clears throat> let's see upcoming events. Oh yeah, Project Zero. Our friends at Project Zero do through them. They're still doing big things in the community. As you can see, they got some events coming up uh, towards the end of the year. I know that they're in planning for next year, so really just go check them out. Uh, look at their website if you have any, you know, veteran or first responder family members that may want to uh, take advantage of some of the programs they offer. Again, the only qualification is that you are a veteran or a first responder, and uh, just reach out to them and and take advantage of it. They do a lot of great things. So, cool. And then leading right into that, our friends at Mitchell Roofing, if you want to go back to that one, Ty, Mitchell Roofing is a a partner of of Project Zeros here in the Houston area. Just so everybody knows, what they're trying to do is is find a veteran that deserves a roof. So a veteran that is in need, someone that needs a roof fix, someone that, you know, a lot of times, times are tough, times are hard. Roofs are expensive. We all know how much uh, materials cost nowadays. We know what the supply chain, all that stuff, like everything is just more expensive. 
So if you know somebody that needs a roof, you know somebody that needs some help, uh, go to the website that you guys see at the bottom of the page there and uh, just nominate somebody. They're going to review all the applications. And and the, the thing I love about these guys at Mitchell Roofing is like they're going to take care of the veteran. Mm. Veterans not paying anything. They're getting a new roof because they need it. And so if you wow. know somebody, please nominate them. Uh, send it out. The person that you're nominating doesn't even have to know you're nominating them. But at the end of the day, if you know someone that needs the help, because we all know there's a lot of veterans out of there, they're too proud to even ask for the help. Right, right. So, so nominate them if they need it. Yeah. That's dope. I remember me, those guys at the golf tournament. The Mitchell yeah. Roofing guys, they're, they're cool guys. Yep. Yeah, our man, the big dogs. Yeah, Eric Knowles was in the uh, comments there. He's got his yep. Article 15 comedy tour going on. Here's a bunch of the dates coming up. Uh, I think he had Georgetown is tomorrow. So, hey, good luck with that one, Eric. And then we'll, of course, see you when you come back to uh, Tomball and Pearland. So, yep. looking forward to that. I did want to to shout out though there real quick, Ty, that uh, we're going to be uh, I, we want to try to get as many people as we can out to all of these VFW shows, but um, we're going to be once again in the building with them when they go to Tomball at two four two seven. If you're in the Tomball area, Spring area, Katy area, Houston area, we need to get as many people up there as we can. We're going to bring some stuff and record for them. Um, we're going to help them out. We want to make sure that they, they they push through what they're doing because everything they're doing for veterans is great. So any of those shows, if you're in the local area, buy a ticket, go see it. I promise you will not be disappointed. But let's get as many people as we can to these shows because supporting those guys means you're supporting veterans. When you support veterans, only great things happen. There you go. Well said, brother. Absolutely. All right. This, uh, this week's book is the conflict uh, the evolution of warfare warfare from 1945 to ukraine by uh, uh former 101st commanding general david petraeus four-star general at centcom multiple deployments former director of the cia so uh conflict that's that's the uh reading list this week and then malford milligan and 10 cadillacs got a bunch of shows coming up here in the austin or houston area it's great to get out and immerse yourself in some music or some, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you like a different band, but get out there and, and listen to something. Yeah, let's go. Matt made sure that we're uh, available on Spotify now, so thanks for that. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Right. And pretty we're soon you're going to be on, anywhere. we're going to be on Spotify. You're going to be on Apple. You're going to be on Amazon. Yeah. You're going to be on Stitcher. You're going to be on all of them. So, I mean, at the end of the day, just reach out, share it with somebody, you know, send it to someone. If uh, if one person listens and, you know, they get some help from it, that's great. But, you know, I, I feel like we're bringing a lot of people on that can do a lot of good. You know, we just brought some 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 amazing ladies on today that their whole mission is to help veterans with service animals. I mean, somebody out there's got to know someone that can, you know, that's use the help or use someone Absolutely. to help from that organization. Reach out to us. We can connect you with them. Like at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Let us know who needs help, and we'll do everything we can to help them out. And the same thing with with everybody that's out there. That's the first step in any of that. So, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't even like doing these sports pickums anymore, dude. I'm in the basement still. I'm in the basement, dude. This sucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, it happens. Al quit already. Like he thinks he already won and shit. Oh wait, he's coming back. Yeah. The internet works for the sports picks. What the fuck? Man, I got down, man. Down. I, I uh, for some Scott, reason, listen. my uh, my marks didn't show up on on this page. So, well, A and M won. 
Yep. They did. I picked South Carolina, I think, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you picked South Carolina, Scott. God, I'm going to make one up then. Colorado, Scott, I was trying to roll with you, dude. It just didn't happen. Sorry. Don't give up, man. You know what? I, I would just tell you this. Um, that offensive line is in bad shape. <laughs> and, I mean, when I say bad shape, I mean, it's, it's really to the point now where if it, if it stays this way, I don't think the quarterback is going to make it through the season, man. I mean, literally, he had like two seconds. Yeah, yes, we can hear you. We can hear he, you. He had like two seconds to get rid of the ball. And 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 when you look at that, when you look at it, it's almost heart-wrenching to see, man, that, that you know, I could imagine as a dad to know that these guys are just literally not even given any protection. If you look at UCLA, they never even got down to the three-point stance on defense. They just stood up and just bull rushed the whole entire game. And there was nothing that's, that that's crazy to me. That's, I it's mean, hard to know that. that how, how do you get this far into the season and they're doing that now? Because in the beginning they were playing well. Like you can't yeah. tell me that UCLA does has more prolific athletes than USC they're, and TCU and bigger. all these teams they've played. I mean, they may be bigger, but they're all still playing football at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, uh, when you look at CU's offensive line, it's, it's very small. Those yeah. guys are small. <clears throat> and, and, and the other thing is, I don't think they're deep. The reality of it is, is that CU really has like four players, four players that you can count on on their team, right? When you look at it, well, they really have four go-to guys. I mean, they're, the reality those is four guys, guys better pull up. it together, yeah, because we need to win two more games. Oh yeah, we're, I mean, we're going to win them, but I mean, that was <laughs> that was a tough spill. We're going to win them. Al's not Al's holding on to that little four-game thing, but it's it's about to be over. We need to win two more. You got it. Otherwise, Al's going to be enjoying all the drinks on us at Christmas time. Yeah, they're going to get it. No, they're not. Hey, Al, I do have a question for you, though. I got a question for you. How pissed are you that Georgia got no respect in the college football ranking? They're number two. Oh, I don't, I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, they put them in the right place, number two. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather not be number one, to be honest. What do you mean you'd but rather not be number one? It's just the pressure, bro. But here's the fact: my problem is, to, if you want to, they're the champions until you some somebody they're beats back them and says to back. Until dude. that happens, back to back, right. yeah. and they're and number then, two. And if, they and if they go undefeated this season too, everybody can suck George's balls because you motherfuckers are Raiders, <laughs> and y'all just want to see all these look. Ohio I watched. State, I watched the Ohio State game in an Italian dive bar in Ohio and everybody in Ohio was like, Oh, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Eh? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> they were getting pissed, dude. Because I, I every like, time they'd look up, I like Florida. Bro. Here's my point. I like Florida state and I, and I, I loved I would love to see them do some, do go, you know, do the, do big shit, but y'all don't play nobody. Motherfucker. Y'all in the damn ACC. I mean, it's James like makes it makes a good point. The They've played more ranked teams than Georgia, bro. It it doesn't matter how, how you come out the gate ranked. Fucking Colorado's claim to fame was they beat TCU. <laughs> Where the fuck is TCU now, bro? Get out of here. I mean, TCU is still playing college Georgia's football though. Champ. No, they I agree. Been, I agree. When have they been relevant? I agree. So, so Matt, is it safe to say that you're not betting on CU anymore this year? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like. 
I could have made up what? some ground. <laughs> what about Al? Al, I want to know. I just want to hear. So, you, so, so, what you're saying is you, you know, Bro, you know I, I wasn't betting on Colorado the whole year. What you talking he about? He, he had bet some games so, with them. I did. I, I, I picked some games I thought they would win. I don't. I have to look at the rest of their schedule. I mean, Ty's got it if you want to see it. But we, let's yeah. I don't let's, know. Let's go into this week's game so I can yeah, pick my dumpster fire, and then we can move <laughs> on. Do it. All right, so, here's a, here's after nine <laughs> weeks. All right, here's this week's games. Oh, here we go. Oh, they got Oregon State. Oh, man, this is going to be one of these ones. All right, I'm, I'm going to get myself caught back up. So, Scott, you going to go first? Yeah, because I, I think I bummed last His week. ass ain't going left side this week, though. I promise that. All right. Um, Texas A&M and Ole Miss. Texas A&M away. This this is at Ole Miss. Can you can can you tell me what Ole Miss's record is? Do you know who cares? It, it matters. It does at this point. Why? At this point of the year, it does. Oh, it yeah. matters this point in the year. At this God point of the year, it. it does. I'm gonna start asking a lot of questions. All right, so I'm I'm still I'm still going with Texas A&M. I'm, I'm gonna go with them. My I'm, man. I'm taking Colorado over Oregon State because that's what I do. I'm taking, I'm taking Georgia over Missouri because that's what I do. I'm taking Kentucky <laughs> over Mississippi because that's what I do. fucking going on left side again, dude. And I'm taking FSU versus Pittsburgh because that's what I do. I'm nice. saying all left side, the big hot sizzle is going to ride. We're going to do it this week. We in there. <laughs> so, hey, so, Scott, are you left-handed? No, it just seems to be that this, then, dude? maybe it's the way that they maybe it should be the home games on one. I don't know, but it's just the way it lines <laughs> up every time. And, and you know what? I messed up. Had I would have went all left side last time, I would have been in better shape. I, I went I went against Texas AM because I thought it was gonna be the upset game. I never thought that Colorado Boom. would have such a uh issue with uh with uh UCLA. I didn't I didn't either. They did so but you know what? That was not. You know what they took. So, they took the defender out, man. That was not a targeting role. So good on good on old Willis over there from Homefront Sit Rep. He's a little bit late, but thanks, bro. Oh, I appreciate you bringing that up for me when I make my picket my picks. You can't go back though. We've already locked it in because cool, I've tried bro. to change in the and, past, and hey, so was um, Ole Miss is ranked number eleven too. They've beat. Who the cares? Shit. They're I, already, already I'll, I'll go next. Okay, go ahead, Ty. What you Damn. Got? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't want to be – I didn't I, – I made my picks before he put out the record. So, uh, I got Ole Miss, Colorado, Georgia, Kentucky, FSU. Okay, so uh, I got a chance to get one on tie at, at uh, Texas. I mean, I get game right. one. Hey, Al, I'm going to let you go because your internet is spotty. I want to make sure you can get it in. Um, I'm going – Golly, um, I'm going Ole Miss. Mm. What? I'm going because Texas A&M just there. They, Matt, you caught it a couple weeks ago, bro. They're so hit or miss. Yeah, sometimes they, they look Larry. good, they don't. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to bet on them. I'm going, I'm going or, uh, Oregon State. What? I'm not, <laughs> bro. I'm not picking no more Colorado. Games. He's going right. He's going Colorado right side, with- except for the Georgia game. Those motherfucking Colorado, bro, they, they all flash and they ain't no fucking action, bro. I can't can't pick them no well, more. They're not flash anymore. Somebody broke in the locker room and stole their stuff. <laughs> that's all. That's all, bro. That's the inside. And they job. have no they insurance. Get, <laughs> get out of here. Nobody wants your little fake ass Rolex. Uh, Ole Miss, Oregon State, Georgia, 
this is a horror because Kentucky got their ass beat. They really crushed my heart. Um, but I'm going Kentucky and I'm going mm. FSU. Mm. So the only thing that you did is you smacked me in the back of the head with Colorado. No, bro, I just can't do it, bro. You know how it is. No. It, it, I've, I've been he hurt. took I've he been took Ole Miss. You took Texas A and M, Scott. All right, so he got the top two wrong. That's okay. Yeah, he got the top <laughs> two wrong. I'm gonna catch up with him. What you got? Colorado's over, bro. Colorado won't even make it to a bowl. Stop it. They're going to make it to a bowl because in order for them to help us win this bet, they need to be bowl eligible. Oh, and yeah, that shit's going to happen. Right. So uh, I'm going to take a and I think they're going to they're, they're gonna give them that loss because Ole Miss hasn't had that slip-up game this this year yet. They, and, they've lost know, one. They've lost one against Alabama. But, but that's not a slip-up game. Yeah, that was that's a game they should have lost. Right? Yeah, man. By rights, when you look at it, right? That'd be like saying Georgia beat Ole Miss. Like, that should happen, right? I don't know. That's coming. That game's coming up on the 11th. It is. Well, I'm taking, <laughs> and I hate to do it, I'm taking Oregon State. I just think that Oregon State's playing what? better than Colorado right now. So you, you picked AM? Yeah, I got AM. I got Oregon State. What? I'm taking, see, oh, man, Missouri's sneaky too. Yeah. But I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia. What's Mississippi State's record? Since we're asking that question on the, uh... um, I look Mississippi State record. They are. I'll say they're three and five. Like... Yeah, they're fucking horrible. Okay, I hear you. South What's... Carolina. South Carolina. Um, they are. What the hell is their stand? Their record is fuck. Four one and four. four. Thanks, Willis. One His internet's working good as shit. Four and four overall. Four and four <laughs> overall. So let's see. And Kentucky is is where, and it's away, right? It's an away game. Yeah, yeah Kentucky's Kentucky five and three. All right, Tom. I'm gonna roll with you, dude. I'm gonna take Kentucky. I'm. I was worried about it. I, I'm a little worried about it, but I'll take Kentucky. Yeah. I hope that cowbell doesn't come out. If Will Ferrell's in the stands, we're fucked. Anyway. Todd, did you pick Colorado or you picked Oregon State? <laughs> Colorado. So, uh, and I will be at this game this weekend. So I'm taking Florida State. Okay. I'm going to go watch Florida State throw Pittsburgh through a fucking brick wall. It's going to be great. I will be victorious this week. (laughs) (laughs) This is like my least favorite part of the week. It's where I feel like I'm in the dumpster every week and it keeps getting worse. Yeah, for some reason Scott, my markup didn't pop through on this PDF, so my bad about that. Oh, that's okay. Hey, Scott, Yo, go back to what the records this, are for the season. Hold on, but I will. I will say this: if Damn. if 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 Colorado, if they go, if they're going to get another win this season, it'll be against Oregon State. After that, then we'll get. They won't. I mean, I this could be this could be their next win, but I don't. I, it's, it's hard to tell. Okay. I don't know, man. They play some scrubs before they get to uh, Utah. Yeah. yeah, but Oregon State beat Cal. They also beat. So? They, they play Arizona beat... and they play Washington State. Those are wins, dude. Come on now. Come on, bro. No way, bro. What do you mean, You're no way, bro? Utah just Washington got the doors State. beat off them, too. Utah just got embarrassed this weekend. Yeah, but Colorado's not going to beat a Utah, bro. You know that. Lose your yeah, we said brain, Colorado was going to beat TCU either, but what happened? Yeah. Bro, it's not. What to see? It's it's coming up. Georgia ain't like, gonna beat Alabama. Alabama. They're not going to play Alabama. Watch. We'll <laughs> yeah, they will. 
They're gonna they're gonna run the game on fucking. They're gonna run the table on Alabama's bitch asses. Just watch, bro. <laughs> watch. I like it. I like. It. He's back, everybody. He's back. All right, who All we right. got coming up? We got some future guests. They go. Yeah, man, we got the uh, the legends, the legends in recruiting. We know a lot of those guys, but uh, Christian and uh, Rudy coming on next week. That's gonna be a uh, a pretty good one to watch. If you want to be entertained, you got to tune in for that one for sure, because uh, mm-hmm. they know dirt on Al. I don't know. They probably know dirt on me too. But yeah, no, I'm sure they okay. well. And I know Rudy's got dirt on Scott, so we'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, 16 November, we got Lieutenant Colonel reti- uh, retired Phil Lenz. I deployed with him once. Damn. He's actually he's got a a pretty cool story. He uh he actually went from Iraq and then didn't go back home. He just came on over, went straight to Afghanistan and. Ended up being with us for six or eight months in 2008 and nine. So we, oh, yeah. we actually we, we had a band when we were in uh, in Baghdad. We, it's called Staff Infection. So he's a huge Kiss fan, as you can see there. So yeah. he's also a member fun. of the Eight Head Boys too. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually was on that deployment with uh, with Rudd. So very cool. And then uh, Matt. Yeah, I mean we've got uh, Rocco Vargas coming on to uh, speak with us. We're going to be bringing him to you guys on the 23rd of November. He's got a book coming out. This guy is a, uh, I mean, he's a soldier. He's a border patrol. He's 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 been in movies. He's been in TV shows. But at the end of the day, all beats sold. He is a supporter right of veterans at heart, for this sure. Dude right here, just just put a disclaimer out there. If you see a dude that looks like this right here. And you're thinking about picking some ass. Think again. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm just telling you right walk now. He's got, a, he's got a walk, couple things going for him. Hey, look, there's a lot One. of people that didn't cross that river when they saw him. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just telling tell you. you right now. He's got a couple things going for him. One, he's Mexican. Mexicans go down, but they're gonna get right back up. That's a regular one. This is a super one, right? <laughs> this is the water burger yeah. of. Listen, yeah. you don't want it. Hey, tell you don't hey, want the smoke. Super yeah. essays. I'm putting it out there right now. That's not a McDonald's hamburger patty you're going to get. You're going to bite into a Whataburger patty of ass whooping. <laughs> you mess with this guy right here. I'm telling you right now, I know it. I'm being there. I went to school. I, I was one of the five black guys in school. Everybody else was Hispanic. I know dangerous Hispanics when I see them. This is a dangerous one. Shouts out to my man Vargas. Hey, you, I'm going to be on my best behavior, brother. You're going to, you know. <laughs> Badass right there, for sure. I'm just telling you, I know it. I, I can sit. I got a high meter for that. Like, I'm normally running and kicks and ass, but I'm running right back out of there. I'm, no, I don't want that. I'm good. <laughs> All right, here's a uh, first sergeant retired, Quint Smith, in the Army, uh, military police officer. I deployed with him uh, three or four times. And uh, so he's, he's a really great guy. He's got a great story. He's actually going to talk. I'm not going to let it out of the bag what, it, what he's going to talk about. But this, what he's going to talk about, it literally affected his military career. And it was something that a lot of people deal with, but he had to deal with it. And he went on to be a, a very successful veteran business owner in the uh, Augusta, Georgia area. So I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, this guy who was, I mean, he's, he's probably my best friend over, you know, it, it may have been a bashing relationship. I would vent to him. He was my first sergeant. So he would bitch me out, you know, but, uh, it, it was it was a great relationship, and he was probably one of my best friends in the military. As as you know, as crazy as we were back then. So 
Yeah. Bro, you call fuck kind of gate guards. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, MPs don't do gate guards. Not, not, not while deployed, homie. Uh-uh. Yeah, That's tough. only in garrison. Thank you for your service, fucking MP guys. <laughs> All right. And then I don't have any pictures yet for Russ Greer, but uh, go ahead, wax boy, a little bit about him, Al. He's actually a so he's actually an Air Force veteran. He flew B fifty two bombers. Um, but uh, yeah, phenomenal. I stereotyped was, the shit out of that. I thought since you were Navy, he was Navy. My bad. No, I know some smart guys too. I don't know all. I don't know all gay dudes. I know some you know smart guys in the Air Force and some gay guys in the Army. <laughs> but no, uh, he uh, he was in the the Air Force for many years. Um, but the big part about this guy is he was actually my high school baseball coach. And probably one of the reasons I actually joined the military in the first place and actually graduated high school, set him ass pretty hard. Um, he was a, he was an educator and he went on to um, he, he taught for years and then he went into books. Whoa. Now he writes books, has a lot of books out, um, mostly about Air Force combat books. But um, he's an author, um, just an all around phenomenal guy. His stories are pretty awesome. I, I remember hearing stories about, you know, what he did in class and in the Air Force stuff. And, yeah, it'd be pretty cool to get him on because. He's, he can tell he's gonna tell a story that's pretty awesome of, of, of stopping a school show. pretty pretty great guy so we'll have him on he is air force beef you guys well just for the sake of the fellas on here you said something that i just can't let this lie by you said he got on your ass pretty hard what did you do when he got on your ass hard <laughs> I, well, I liked it no he 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 was one of those guys got he loosened up bro this Dude, touch, this guy would, would physically assault me in class, like smack me, grab me, like yeah. So he and he uh, he he's my baseball coach at, at uh, yeah. uh, shout out Washington Carver High School on the south side of Columbus. But he was uh he's my baseball coach there. And then he was my history teacher. He would grab you and smack you. Yeah, you he said he was grabbing you in places and putting his hands on you. I like that. I, I enjoy that. But he would be I mean, fired. You look like you're smiling the whole time you're telling the story. I figured. So what? Drop your pants, grab your ankles. Nobody hey, coach, that game. I messed up again. Can you grab? Don't you tell anyone what happened here today. Y'all have never played grab ankles in in the locker room. Like no. grab your ankles. Uh, Whatever. What's I'm that? The only one. What's that? I just an overlay. Bend over and grab your ankles. <laughs> I never played that. Brother. I don't. I don't think I've ever played bend over and grab your ankles. I've been told to look and left you, and cough. You, you is that different? This thing, and you have, and you punch him in his scratch, you know. But I've never, I've never <laughs> did the ankles. It's like, oh, look at this, and they look, and you punch him in the arm and scratch. You. I don't know what the scratch is for, but that's what we did. That was the stupidest thing that we ever did. Lived. We did it all the time. He's like, hey, buddy, and he like, oh, he got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit you. you do that, you're supposed to hit him in the nuts. Like, I don't know what game we, well, we hit him in the nuts. Yeah, grab their ankles is a little bit. That's a little, I don't know, man. I, don't, I, don't, I, never, played that, I never did that. It's a very fun game. I would give you some advice. Do not go to jail and think that that's something that you need to carry on that you learned in the military oh, no, no. to do that. <laughs> We're grab not playing ankles, grab ankles in jail. Okay. All right, just mm -mm. No. Would y'all, well, well, I mean, while we're on the subject, would y'all play in jail? I got to know. Tunk. <laughs> we played tunk, bro. A lot of tunk and dominoes. Okay. Scott might, Scott might be the only. I'm a stereotype. Scott might be the only dude on the on this podcast. Maybe Ty who can play tunk. Oh yeah, I know how to play tunk. Me I play tunk. Play. I learned from some Ohio boys. 
Oh yeah, we play talk. Already... It's serious. It's get serious around here. That's so it's disrespectful. A, it's, What's that? It's a prison card game, man. What are you trying? I've never been to prison, but I was in the Navy. It's kind of the same thing. And, you yeah, know, I learned a whole bunch of people that had some rough ass upbringings. You yeah. play sp- tunk, spades, never, and dominoes. That's what you learn how to do. Bro, yeah, I learned never, never. I've never been to prison. I was in county. It's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> so look, I learned how to play tunk when I was on restriction when I went to the brig when I was in D.C. I was in the brig with a guy from jail. Flint, Michigan. Yeah, with a guy from Flint, Michigan, who taught me how to play tunk, and he was cheating, and I caught him. But yeah, I learned how to play and I got pretty good at it. But yeah, I guess that's Talk a game you play when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you guys. Yeah. Love you too, man. Well, you know what? It has been another episode. Another great episode. A chance to be with my brothers again. It always feels nice. It always feels good. This is DJ Royal T. You are a viewer of the Triple Fit Fit Podcast Show with my man to my left. Matt J, my man on my bottom left, Ty Cobb, and the man with the plan, Matt Stepdad, our hero. We had some guests on today that was very great. I hope you guys got some good information. Anybody who's out there watching the show, whether you're watching it on any of your streaming devices, please like, follow, share, talk to somebody about it. Come out next week. We love you guys, and we love to see you back. So anybody who supports us or, or is true to what we're doing, just by tapping in and watching us, we appreciate you. We love you, and we want you to come back, and we mean that. Matt, do you have anything to say to the people out there before we get out of here? No, nothing much. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the uh, support from everybody, and as, as always, if, if you know anybody that needs some help or you need some help yourself, reach out to us. We're here to help you. My man. I'm going to go ahead down to my man, Al Hero. You got anything for the people out in the world today? None. None but love. Y'all, y'all uh, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. We really support. Oh, my man. And then uh, always, my man, T.Y., the man behind the scenes that makes everything go, moving everything around and grooving and giving all the great content. What you got for us, my brother? I actually do have something to say today. So so I want to give a shout out to the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association chapters 2329 here up in uh, this area of Houston and then chapter 234 down in the uh, south part of Houston. Uh, those guys, whenever I'm a member of this uh, Combat uh, Vets Motorcycle Association, CVMA, so whenever we have trouble or anything going on with the bike, all you have to do is is say, hey, there's an issue, and like five, ten guys call you. So that's what happened to me today. I had an issue with my motorcycle, and before you knew it, three or four guys were, were on the phone with me trying to help me get it figured out. So if you, if you do ride motorcycles, uh, go on to the internet and look for CVMA 2329. That's Combat Mo- uh, Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association, Chapter 2329 and Chapters 234. That's two chapters of CBMA here in Houston. Get out there and ride. My man. And I'm going to get close with you guys real quick. Just to let you guys know, 22 people a day that we're losing to suicide, that number is way too high. And I would challenge you all, if you even think, or have you not heard from somebody that you used to talk to, or if you even question that, I wonder how they're doing. Please pick up your phone, go knock on the door, reach out, man, and talk to your fellow veteran. Because 22, that number is too high for people to die who have served our country. And it's too high even if they haven't served. Just make sure that you take a chance, look in your phone sometimes, send a text, send a hello, reach out and just check on somebody from time to time. 
If you could do that for me, DJ Royalty, I would appreciate it. I would do it for you. But like always, this is our time. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for watching the show. We love you guys. Make tomorrow, your, make your next day your best day, right? And let's do it. I'll see you guys back next week. We love you. Straight from the Triple Threat Bet family. We're out of here.